1: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Monday, May 24th, and OTAs begin this week. So breaking things down with me is Adam Crowley of iHeartRadio. You know him and love him, the former host of the Locked On Steelers Podcast. We're going to break things down for you. First of all, What is the priority position for the remaining free agents available for the Steelers to take? We'll answer that question in segment one. Then we'll tell you some things that Steelers fans can chill out about OTAs this next few weeks because there's going to be a ton of storylines and some of them aren't that important. And finally, we'll talk about some things with the Steelers' run game, the to expect, what not to expect, and how it could impact the overall team, all right here on today's episode of the Locked on Steelers podcast, which is brought to you today by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. And remember to rate the Locked on Steelers podcast five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So, Monday, sometimes I like to bring back blasts from the past on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Look, I did some rhyming right there. You just and did, yeah. I did, I did some, I look at me, I didn't even mean to do that. That's just. It just Good. flows so naturally. Um, we're, we're, here, we're here goofing on with Adam Crowley, man, my man, my super dog, and former host of the Lockdown Steelers podcast, current super host and doing all the things that iHeartRadio, sometimes filling in for Mark Madden and doing all the things there. Crowley, man, how you living, my good sir?
0: I'm doing great, buddy. I'm happy to be here with you. Uh, I wish I couldn't see myself here in the Zoom window. <laughs> I just Every time I see myself, I look more and more tired. So uh, maybe next time I just won't join with the video.
1: Hey, man. I see, like you and me though. Like when people walk around, like, "Oh, you growing a playoff beard?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's, that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what's going on here with the Penguins." Uh, so, but Adam Crowley, everyone, y'all know and love this man. He's on the show. Um, but Adam, I wanted to start off today's conversation with one of the things that Steelers fans can't stop talking about on social media over the past months or whatever and it's about x free agent being available x free agent would only cost you so much so x free agent should get signed and he'll solve all the Steelers problems right now and that happened again when Morgan Moses got released by the Washington football team offensive tackle right tackle guy super run blocker was paid a lot of money last year and now they can't afford him and now he's available and so of course that kick-started the whole they should sign Morgan Moses that would solve everything and but but I just I wanted to just kind of put it in perspective Adam because we've done this now for cornerback with Richard Sherman and Brian Poole and even Steven Nelson who's still out there and I just don't think there's any chance he comes back um, and then with edge rushers with Justin Houston and Melvin Ingram and, you know, Ryan Kerrigan, who just signed with the, with the Eagles and all these other, uh, all, all these other guys in your mind, you look at this Steelers roster, what's, what is the one, because to me, they, they have enough cash space to probably get one of those serious mm-hmm. position guys for a year deal on a, on some low money, but what's the one position you think takes higher priority than the others?
0: For me, it would be outside linebacker because I'd like to keep a strength of strength. Too often, we've seen TJ Watt come off the field because the guy's Superman and he's trying to bust his tail out there. And look, Cassius Marsh, I'm sure, is going to be a good special teams player. And, you know, he's got some track record in the league, but there's a lot of drop-off there. And, you know, even more than that, if young man on the other side gets banged up, I think he's going to have a good year, but if he gets hurt, then all of a sudden now Marsh is starting and man, you don't need that. So the Steelers were obviously interested in Ryan Kerrigan. I think it shows that they understand their plight at that position corner. Look, I, I'm not sure what to expect out of James Pierre. I'm not sure what to expect out a cam Sutton at outside corner. Although I expect him to be good there but I need my outside linebacker position to remain a strength uh, even if we see T.J. Watt come off the field and I just think they need a little bit more depth at that position
1: I, I'm right with you see this is why this man is a genius this is yeah. why he's a he's a, he's a, he's, a radio, he's a major radio mogul here in Pittsburgh and he's taking over the world one one step at a time because edge rusher absolutely is the pick for me and, and I'm, I'm sitting here I'm saying look like you're right. Cam Sutton has played enough at outside corner that you could at least be happy that he, like, he reminds me of Deshae Townsend. Like you'll plug him out there. Will he be a superstar? No, but you won't be mad at the way that he plays out there. And is there a question of slot corner? Yeah, sure. But again, I always bring this up. Mike Hilton was an undrafted dude who came in as a slot corner and rocked out for four years for the Steelers. I'm not saying that they'll just stumble upon another Mike Hilton, but I think you can find someone who can fill in there and not, it gets your defense exposed as much,
0: but you know, what's funny not to interrupt you. Sorry, but if they got Brown in the fourth round, Mm
1: -hmm. I think
0: people would think, Oh, this guy might be your starting slot corner this year. Yep. But they didn't. And now people are writing it off. I'm not saying it's going to happen, right? but it absolutely could happen. And they can find different ways. Like you said, to plug that hole. It's a lot easier to do that than get a guy who can back up T.J. Watt or Alex Eisman.
1: Right, and that's that's the whole thing here is that we've seen that slot corner can be filled by someone who can just – as long as you don't get exposed – you know, you'll know, horribly just run with your man helping you in, in a certain assignment and pass guys off in the middle of the field where you will have help. Cause that's the other thing outside corners. Don't get much help. You're you are the boundaries. You are the, don't get beat deep guy slot corner. You often get help from the safety. You often get help from an inside linebacker. Sometime an edge rusher backs up and helps helps you out as well. You can get more help there and find guys that fit that role. And it's a great point about Shakur Brown too. People predicted him, Kerry Vincent, and all these other guys that were slot corners that were, that were slated to go fourth, fifth round, and then they didn't go until the seventh round or didn't go at all, and now they're undrafted, and now we're thinking, oh, the Steelers don't have anybody, and, and yeah, they don't have a, a name that, that sticks out and says, oh, yeah, definitely. You drafted him, like you said, in the fourth round, like Buddy Johnson, fourth round pick. They're expecting this guy to contribute this year, but I, I don't think it's that that dire to get an undrafted guy there. Now, the thing is, on the edge, I do think that's a different situation with the with the importance that that plays in the Steelers system. You have to you have to seal the run back to the inside. You have to be able to rush the passer. It's it's so vital to what the Steelers do well. And we saw, like you said, with Cassius Marsh, sure, he's a veteran, he's a camp body, he's a special teamer. But you saw in that playoff game when he was out there, the Browns just kept running right at him because yeah. they knew he wasn't going to do nothing. And you saw how vulnerable it made the rest of the defense.
0: Yeah, you can't have that. And they know that. That's why they were at least interested in Ryan Kerrigan, depending on how much you believe those reports. I do believe them because I think there's a lot of smoke there that points to why they would want to go after a guy like Kerrigan. It just makes too much sense. Uh, As far as the offensive line. Yeah. Because that's part of the conversation too. Going after Moses or whatever his name is. Morgan Moses. Yeah, I got you. He got 95 starts, something like that. Right. Could he help? Of course he could, yeah. but I'm not sure Sakura Four is going to stink at left tackle. Right. Uh, I think Zach Banner is going to play well at right tackle. I thought he was going to last year before he got hurt. Why would mm-hmm. I change my mind on that? Now uh, they signed a the guy from the bears. It's going to give them a little bit of depth at the outside uh, at the tackle position. I think they're going to be better on the offensive line than people give them credit for. And I think it's way too early to just throw out chooks and say, this guy's going to suck. I don't think he's a great run blocker. I think he's probably better suited to play left. So Mm -hmm. let's let him play left and see what happens. Uh, To me, your defense is your strength and you want to keep it that way. So I'd go outside linebacker before I went offensive tackle. Yeah, I
1: think we're both in the same spot there. And, again, they, they drafted Dan Moore Jr. in the fourth round, one of those fourth-round right. picks. Were tough. So, like, on top of the guy from the Bears that they got, on top of Zach Banner, on top of core Sokorafor, you got a rookie who played on what was the highest-graded offensive line in the SEC, at least via yards per carry and stats like that last year. So, you know, you 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 got that on, on your side. You have depth at offensive tackle. And another thing I always point out to people, if you think about, If you make an all-time Steelers roster, you could think of Hall of Fame legendary running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, centers, guards, defensive tackles, defensive ends, linebackers, cornerbacks, safeties. The one group that you're like, eh, about is the offensive tackle position. And I'm not saying it always has to be that way, but they have made do as one of the premier franchises of the NFL in the Super Bowl era without ever getting one of those supreme superstar offensive tackles, uh, you know, like Anthony Munoz or something like that.
0: It's crazy. Good point.
1: They they, they could do that with this group and be just fine. And again, drafting Najee Harris can also help out the offensive line, as a lot of people have talked about as well.
0: They have. He is the rookie of the year in a lot of people's minds already on the offensive side of things, which surprises me, because I heard if you take a running back in the first round, that your franchise – it's going to burn up it's going to go up in flames man like it's going to be a disaster and I realized I came on this podcast how I was filling in for Madden I was talking about I wouldn't draft a running back in the first round mm-hmm. but you know what for where they were sitting mm-hmm. what they need you got the best player at a position of need maybe your greatest position of need so I don't have a problem with the way things went I think the offensive line, because they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit better because they've got a legitimate back back there. I think there's going to be a trickle down effect where the line's going to be effective in all situations more so than it was last year.
1: Look at that. We won Adam Crowley over. I was telling ben, him, I was telling him back in the spring, this was what need to happen. And here we are in mid to late may and he's, he's, he's figuring it out. I See, see this
0: great minds we're melding. Even when we disagree, we, we starting to figure things out together. I'm excited. I, I look, Here's a little radio secret, Carter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Secrets? Let me hear You give a really hard opinion. Um, I would never, under any circumstances, do this. <laughs> and then afterwards, people are so excited about the thing that you said shouldn't happen or won't happen that you just say, you know what? I can actually see why they would do it. And then people go, well, that agrees with me. So I'm very happy about this. <laughs> you know, people never remember what you say, which is great for me because I say a lot of <laughs> stupid things.
1: It's just, listen. If people pin me to everything that I say, because there's, I love it, because the other thing, the other, the other radio trick is when you write, you bang the table that you oh, write. Oh, yes. I, I said this would happen and it came to pass. Exactly. I am Nostradamus. <laughs> but, but, but when you're wrong, it's like, did I say that? I, I, nah, I was messing with y'all. That was a You big,
0: didn't hear me right. right. I was
1: saying it this way. I, it wasn't an absolute. It wasn't an absolute. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to get this man's thoughts on some OTAs they are just supposed to start up this week. Uh, and just some of the things that happen every year that we see. We want to help you, Steelers fans, out. But first, we're going to talk to our friends at Credit Karma. Steelers fans, who doesn't want instant gratification? Whether it's getting to watch your favorite highlight in the moment, or if you're looking for satisfaction, Getting credit karma money, where you can win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. With a credit karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use a credit karma money debit card, you can win daily cash instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to five thousand dollars open your fdic insured spend account for free there's no minimum balance requirements no overdraft freeze and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 atms go to credit karma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma that's credit karma.com slash Win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms may apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with Adam Crowley of iHeartRadio. Now, Adam... OTA start this week for the Steelers. We've already seen rookie camp. We've already seen Najee Harris think that reporters are boosters and, you know, call Dale Lally out for saying, bro, what? Uh, but, uh, but at the same time, this is now going to be their chance to kind of integrate in with the, the in with the, the Steelers veterans as they get back and We will see also who shows up of the Steelers veterans. Cause there's the whole thing of don't show up to OTAs and, and that debate. We don't know how that's going to play out, but Uh, Something that I think happens every year around this time is because people like us, we cover sports in Pittsburgh, we look for topics, we look for content, and what happens is certain things that happen get blown way out of proportion where we talk about something to the extreme, kind of like what you said with Radio Tricks to just just to get people excited, and, and I always want to take tap people back. Like, listen, here's this note. It's more of a note to kind of keep with your notepad as you go into the season as a fan. Like, oh, I remember that name, or I remember that this 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 argue, this talking point. But it's not something to take your Steeler flag out and run down Fifth Avenue and scream yeah about every day of the week, like some people look like they're doing on Twitter.
0: Yeah, you're right. And to me, training camp. If you want to go nuts, if you want to shoot firecrackers out of your butt crack, <laughs> I understand. OK, I mean, that's when it's real, kind of <laughs> uh, even preseason. That's when it's real. Kind, kind of. of. It's, it's real er to an extent. But right now, I mean, there are very few things that I would say, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened and I'm going to now project what's going to happen in the regular season off of something that happened in OTAs. There are a couple of things that I think would be noteworthy. Like if Frederick green gets the snaps at center, even if JC has and BJ Finney Hassan. are healthy.
1: You said that very insert
0: pass an hour, if M guys is healthy and Frederick green is getting the snaps, Okay, mark it's, it down.
1: It's, Ken, it's Kendrick Green.
0: What do I call him?
1: You call him Frederick.
0: Green. I, at, least I didn't, at least I didn't call him Red. That's a <laughs> terrible joke. But if if Frederick, Kendrick, Green, Red is taking snaps and other guys are, are healthy, okay, mark that down. But what I don't like is I was listening to the station across the street the other day. Uh-huh. And they had our boy Ray Fittipaldo. I'm on, one of the nicest guys in Pittsburgh. Super nice guy. Yeah, oh, he's a great man. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, What did you learn about Matt Canada's offense at <laughs> rookie camp? <laughs> and he's like, guys, I I honestly, I mean, I might be able to tell you something after OTAs. Might. Yeah. But what can you possibly actually learn in that setting? Uh, apart from okay, here's a wrinkle here, here's a wrinkle there. I, I just think that kind of stuff's going to come more around when training camp rolls around.
1: Exactly. And, and see, to me it's it's like and for Ray to be able to have the wherewithal cuz sometimes you're asked a question as a reporter as a as, as a journalist and you you think you have to come up with an answer. You have to yeah. say something for your credibility. But I think there's a strength in being able to step back and say, "Hey, I don't know this and maybe it's because of the lack of me studying or maybe it's because this isn't something to know yet." We, you know, like, 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 like Dale, like Dale and I, we're, we're talking about this at DKPittsburghSports.com and just saying, you know, going over the thing is like, yeah, like, sure, you saw some motion in the, in the rookie camp, but who, who cares? Because that's not the whole offense, the quarterback they had there from Slippery Rock, he's not going to be someone that you're talking yeah. about in, in September, you know, it's it's again, it's, it's like a used car salesman trying to tell you these things that you didn't ask for, or that they, they don't even know themselves. They're just like, let me pick this out and make this a huge thing. And this is, again, what we're trying to warn you about is just, we, I, 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 we see it every year. I know it's coming. Um, and there's some things that are cool. Like when Devin Bush showed up in OTAs in his rookie year and he was calling out plays and Vince Williams was like, Oh, that was pretty cool. Like, and that, that is something like, Hey, that's cool. But it's not, it's not okay. Devin Bush is about to be the best linebacker in football as some people will try to turn make it out to be just take everything with moderation and and, and and it's like hmm okay just don't don't chug the full bottle of Pepsi take a sip of it and enjoy it enjoy it lightly as you go through it i chose pepsi i should have chose like a fancy ipa or something like an adult but no i chose a sugary drink
0: uh coke is better than pepsi Whoa. Uh, however diet pepsi is better than diet coke this is a hill that i am prepared to die this is, on
1: this is interesting right here
0: yeah, that's a take. Uh, I I have a story from back when yes. I, I was just working for SNR, and I went to one of my first OTAs practices, and then I went on David Todd's show, and he was asking me about OTAs. And I remember talking about something I had seen that day, Darius Hayward Bay. He's going up over defenders, high-pointing the football. Darius Hayward Bay and a couple of one-on-one drills, by the mm-hmm. way. Right. Looked really good. And it's my first OTA, so I'm like, oh, this guy looks great, blah, blah. And Darius you Bay was a very productive player for the Steelers, but as a special teams guy, as a leader, the hell difference does it make if he's going up over fourth or fifth string corners in OTAs? It doesn't amount to a hill of beans. It doesn't mean anything, but that's what I talked about because I thought that I had to talk about something.
1: No, I agree. How many times did people fall for the Justin Hunter okey-doke?
0: first oh my god first yes. week of training Bro. camp every year justin hunter
1: made a one-handed grab yeah. over, over somebody and he's all oh, that guy he's the real number guy, number two guy to antonio brown <laughs> and, it, and then and then he would like, it like as camp went out it's like oh wait he that was one day okay he's returned to regular guy he's barely making the roster now it, it, it's 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 what happens every year like you said dhb justin hunter there will be a guy this year i, I forget there was one receiver who did it like four or five years ago maybe three or four years ago in training camp and he like made a really good toe tap in a preseason game yeah. everybody swore he was the guy and I talked to a source on the team that I was beating up at you know and hanging out with and he was like Chris he's gonna be gone in two weeks man and sure enough he was I was Stand like I, you gotta again moderation
0: yeah that that's exactly it I mean you know Zamir Cobb way back when was tearing up Steelers training camp in late and He's the guy, and he's Tunchiokin's camp phenom, but okay. I mean, even in that setting, what's it mean? Um, naja Harris, I'm sure, is going to look really good in these one-on-one drills as he did in rookie camp, according to all who saw. Um, they ain't going to be putting that guy on the ground at OTAs either, man. Like right. Maybe here and there, yeah, but not a bunch. Not when you spend a first-round pick on that guy. So what can you glean from him? Is Pat Friermuth? going to be out there hitting a sled sure he is but what the hell does that mean what's he going to do against live bodies Uh, you can you can work on some stuff but you're not bringing dudes to the ground rep after rep so uh it's just it's tough to to glean all that much from otas hey it's better than having no football i always love covering otas but um, there are some things you can take but you got to take it with a grain of salt as well
1: agreed agreed otherwise you end up thinking baron batch is going to be the running back of the future oh and then he's God. painting elephant paintings in the in the, the the south side by the way check out his gallery a former Steeler, Bar- baron batch. Awesome. He, yeah he, he is a great artist that's not to make fun of his art but it's just like i just remember the time when he was going to be the solution at running back and then he got hurt and then never played um, and that
0: was mike leach too i mean i don't know if he touched the ball once in college <laughs> like <laughs> they don't hand the ball to this guy what the hell
1: we got to take one more break. When we come back, I want to get Adam's final thoughts on some things about the run game moving forward. But first, we got to talk to our friends at Built Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy, and also... Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Adam Crowley of iHeartRadio. Now, Adam, um, one thing that was pointed out to me by our good buddy, Tony Serino, a former co-host here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, is the history of teams that have rushed for the least amount of rushing yards or rushing yards per carry in the NFL. And something he pointed out was that Chris historically – those teams are of the worst teams in the NFL. And I went back to the last 10 years. And in those 10 years, I'm trying to find the right page of notes here. I should have been more prepared than this. Um, flipping, flipping through, flipping. Yep, flipping through because I have way too many. Aha, there it is. I knew I had it in one of these things in my notepad. But the the average, like in 20, in, in 2019, those the teams that had the, the least rushing yards and rushing yards per carry were the Jets and the Dolphins. They both had losing records. Uh, of those teams... The only teams to make the playoffs in the past since since 2010 were the Cardinals of of 2014. They finished 11 and five, and I believe that was the Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald blowing them up, blowing them up year. And then the 2011 Giants, who did win the Super Bowl with it. But every other team outside of the Steelers at 12 and four. I mean, they had the best record of any team that ever finished dead last in rushing. Uh, rushing yards and rushing yards but carry wow all these other teams they finished you know horribly and they were they were they were terrible and you know like and they finished 13 3 and 13 7 and 9 4 and 12 5 and 11 I, I think it says a lot that those Steelers last year lasted as long as they did. everyone said oh they're the worst 10 and 0 team 11 and 0 team of all time or whatever but the fact that they were that with the group that they had and the problems they had in the ground game, I think speaks volumes to where this core can keep going. As long as the defense can stay close to the low that they were last year and the passing offense doesn't fall off of a cliff.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. You basically saw the Steelers with just a passing game and a good defense win 12 games last year. Yeah. And if the Steelers can get something out of the running game, can they uh, have a similar record? Um, I think there's a chance. There's a lot of unknowns in this team for me. I mean, we talked about some of them earlier. Uh, The depth on the defensive side scares you, though it is the NFL and a Cap League. A lot of teams probably have the same kind of problems there. The offensive line, while I think it's going to be better than other people think, there's still question marks. But The biggest thing for me last year was if you needed a yard or two on third down or in the red zone, you were going to throw the ball and they weren't all that successful in those situations. If they're successful in those situations this year, that's going to change some things. We talked about this last year. Can they be the 2015 Denver Broncos? Mm. Can they play great defense? And can they hide the quarterback a little bit and have Ben manage the game? That's what I want to see happen this year. I'm not saying you need to run the ball 50% of the time, but can you not run the ball 30% of the time? I mean, can you, can you split the difference there and at least keep the opposition off balance? Because if they can run the ball, it opens up so many different things. I know Ben is loath to run play action, but I, I suppose because it's his maybe final year that that may change a little bit. They're going to demand some more things out of Ben Roethlisberger. If they can run the football, this is going to be a team that I don't think contends for a Super Bowl necessarily, but I would be surprised if they run the football middle of the pack mm-hmm. if they're not a team that's going to the playoffs when it's all said and done.
1: And, and that's my whole point here is, and I said this last year, I expected them to compete for the division. I, I didn't even expect them to win the division. I was like, they're, but they're, eh, come week 16, 17, and this year, 18, I guess, they'll be, th- they were going to be right with the Ravens, in fighting for the division and lo and behold, they won a the division last year. I, I see this team being in the same running this year, whether it's the Browns or the Ravens that you see in, in, in that mix, um, even if it's all three. Um, and, and again, last year, you know, you were on this show before, before last season. And uh, you know, I got you to make a bet that said if, if the Steelers offense at least ranked 16th, that they would make the playoffs or you'd sh- shave off every hair on your body. Now, thank goodness. They ranked 12th and they made the playoffs. So no shaving for you. Um, but when I, when i when i look at this and i see like they finished 12th last year with the worst rushing offense where could this group be with a balanced rushing attack cuz then also like cam hayward said when he was talking on good morning football last week he said he said you know if, if the running game is better it helps us as a defense it gives yeah. us t- more time and more 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 time to take a breath Th- that helps this group go so much further if if like you said if they rank dead in the middle 16 17 if they're right right in this in, the, in that area as a rushing attack it boosts up all the other parts of this offense especially when they're winning those third and fourth and ones and, and i just don't see how you look at last team last year's team and give them a running game and minus them a bud dupree and a steven nelson and say yeah that team's just not there's no chance they make the playoffs like i see a lot of people writing them off already
0: yeah, I think another thing that could bounce back in the Steelers' favor is I just don't expect them to drop as many balls as they dropped last. That year. too, like that's insane how yeah. many balls we saw Deontay Johnson drop and um, Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Those guys are supremely talented. Uh, I think that they're both only going to get better. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, obviously is a proven commodity as well. Dancing aside, ahaha, um, I-, I think. <laughs> I think you're gonna see the offense. I'm not saying they're gonna be a top ten unit in the league, but can they stand pat but do it a little bit differently? And then the way that they do it differently helps out the defense too. Yeah, absolutely they can.
1: Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. This this guy's a genius. You should I'm listen a to him listen to him a lot more. Adam, thank you so much for your time here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. It's always great and fun to have you on the show. Please let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work.
0: I'm not going to give you my address or my social security number, but you can uh, follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. I have nothing that these people want. Uh, Trust me. Uh, On Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. uh, That's about it. Find me there. You can uh, tweet out my stupid podcast there and, uh, let you know where else you can hear me on the twitter.com
1: and, and, and hey they got the adam crowley show back up as a podcast format which is a, a ton of fun you tom and brian joker joking around so uh do check check him out there he is the man um and, and hey for all you uh, steelers fans that are penguins fans he talks a ton of hockey on his platform so give him give him a look see he does a lot of great work well, uh, oh I look looked like you was about to say something sir uh, you just well, opening- i was
0: gonna say thank you very much pal i appreciate you having me on and uh and the little pump there at the end as well. That's what she said.
1: I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Carter Critiques. Um, you can also read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com, where I'm covering the Steelers, pit football, and pit basketball. And we have our DKPittsburghSports.com podcasts networks that you can listen to me talking about all those things and a lot more right out there on that show. We'll be back tomorrow with some Tony Tuesday. Tony Torino's is back after his week of vacation. We're going to grill him on all things OTAs tomorrow.